Access All Areas on FUBAR Radio. Hello, good evening. Welcome to another episode of Access All Areas uh, with me, Stephen Lane. And I'm Bobby Norris. Yes, you are. And you're all over the press, Bobby Norris. You and your body are everywhere. We need to talk about this insanity. You know what? I kind of, I decided, I guess early in lockdown, really, I kind of wanted to use my time as productively as possible. It, it just in every kind of aspect, like I wanted to kind of, well, how often do we ever get the chance to kind of organise everything? So I kind of, I did spring cleans, I've had massive clear outs of wardrobes and, and the body had to do the same. Like, for, and for me, I always say, and I truly, truly mean it, it isn't even about the body for me. It is my mind feels so much better when I train. And yeah, it's not until you kind of look at before and afters that I realise kind of how far I've come. In such a relatively short amount of time as well, right? Yeah, and I mean, honestly, like, it, it's so, um, like, the, the messages I've had from people and what I've seen in the press and that, I mean, it's been so lovely. Like, people are like, oh, Bobby, like, you're now my fitness inspiration. Now, who would have ever said three months ago Bobby Norris was their fitness inspiration? Do you know what I mean? Well, I mean, but clearly it's worked. So what is it you actually did, if anyone doesn't know? So I, I did, um, like, this programme and it's like it was from from my whole diet. I, I've completely stripped back. I, I was, and I'll be really honest, I was a an energy drink drinker. Right, the brand. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we call them blue cow. Got it. Uh, I loved. I, I loved an energy drink, and I think, like a lot of people, convenience makes us just grab certain foods because it's just mm. easy. And I've never really been the best with diet so I really looked at what I was eating and and for me training obviously with the whole lockdown gyms have been shut mm. um so I've just been trying to do everything I can out, out, as much as I could outdoors so a, a little bit of everything you know and kind of obviously including weights because that was one of my things as well I wanted to build up a little bit and yeah I, I just feel so so good for it but I, I've got the fitness bug now I'm that guy Oh my God, you're going to become one of these giant muscle men. With like, <laughs> your head's going to be like not able to move on the top of your body. I can see it already. <laughs> how often, how often a week are you having to train then? I've been training, oh, every day, really. Right. I've been training. And yet for me, it's got to that point where the few times I was going to the gym pre-lockdown, I mean, I could, I could barely do three press-ups, I'll be honest. But, uh, oh, God loves a trier, and I used to. But for me now, I kind of I, I wanted to get to that point where I actually enjoyed it, mm. and I can truly say, don't get me wrong, it's hard, um, yeah. but I, I do feel good for it. And I think because I do suffer with anxiety, stuff like that, and especially that the strange times we've gone through. Let's face it, twenty twenty's been like the year we've never ever had before. Mm. Um, for me, my mind is for that, that time I'm training, I don't have a chance to think about anything else or worry or get anxious. So, yeah, it, it's definitely, it, it's done me good. Are you, and you look, honestly, you look incredible. You should be really, really proud of yourself. I think it's like, it's, it's hard work to do something like that. I know I've talked about it many times, but I did lose like a stone and a half last year. It's all gone back on now, but I did lose it. But I, when you're in that mindset, 
nothing's going to like get you out of it is it? it's like you're like set on your course so do you think you'll be able to to keep it up definitely and for me because it, it's not about how I look it's how I feel mm. I really notice if, if, I, if I'm not training if, if there's a day I've trained harder and like I've been in London for a couple of days and I'm getting up in the morning and going to the hotel gym um, because I, I want that I want the feeling I get after I've trained. And for me, if I train in the morning, a lot of people like to do it after work and in the evening. But for me, because it makes me feel good, I think if I get up and get it done in the morning, it kind of, it sets me up for the day. But truly, hand on heart, I know a lot of people say it, it for me, because it, it makes me feel good and that, that makes me happy. And I think so many people have this, this thing where people feel they have to conform and we look at certain images on Instagram and other social media platforms. And you know what, if you're happy with how you look and how you feel, that, that's the best thing. Confidence is key. So I don't think anyone should ever feel body shamed into having to look a certain way. Like, if, if you're happy and healthy, it, any shape or size, that, that's ultimately what happens. Yeah. And, and yeah, it just makes me, it just makes me feel happier. And I feel like it, it, it does me good. And do you know what, it was from the minute I turned 30, literally one minute past 12, I think, I was breathing and putting on weight. What I could eat in my teens <laughs> and my twenties compared to, I don't know what it is. The old metabolism must have just slowed down literally. So I, I realized that there were certain times I was getting ready for filming and you know, you kind of go to your favorite jeans and that, and they weren't fitting. We're going to kind of look at it a little bit now, but and I kind of always, never really had the best relationship with kind of I think fitness and that and yeah, I think right. that's that can quite often be a gay man thing you know I think a lot a lot of us gay guys it's it's one thing or the other isn't it it's like you you're either like super into it and you're at the gym every day like you are at the minute or you're like no I don't do that because it makes like I feel bad about not looking like those men at the gym um but kind of what you're proving is that with some dedication you can become whatever you want to be if you're not bothered then it doesn't matter but I, I exist somewhere in between so I'm like I don't I know what I want to look like but I also make zero effort towards it so <laughs> you're lovely as you are you're oh so you're a darling Bobby you're a darling <laughs> how have um, you been have you had a good week yeah yeah it's been it's been pretty quiet um I had I went to a little party on Saturday night uh, in Hackney um uh and then saw some friends and that's been about it I've just been working away so it's been a quiet week for me but that's that's fine by me I'm fine with just uh I think especially the last couple of weeks I've been away I've been meeting people and blah 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 it's quite nice just to have a few days of of chill and doing nothing um so yeah it's been it's been all right no complaints some weeks are the best weeks though aren't they yeah definitely how's um how's Towie filming I saw you were you were in the shard yeah so um Went to the Shard, done a little bit of filming in London, which is just so lovely because I feel like we're slow. Obviously, we ventured out of Essex. We can't have an away trip like mm -hmm. we normally would do because of Miss Rona. Obvious reasons. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but just, just really nice. I really feel like we're a few weeks into filming now, and I know the episodes will start airing relatively soon. I don't know an exact day. I don't know if it's actually... Does the press now? I think it's... We're not a million miles away now from going out. Yes, I think I may have got a press release, but I can't remember. September, I think it said. Uh, yeah, I think it's yeah. about September. So yeah. really close to kind of starting to go out. So we've got a few episodes in the can now. And obviously I can't say too much 
but ju just really nice. But yeah, um, I went to the old shard last night, which I can't get in trouble for because I think it's been that I was at the shard. Before. It has, yeah, it has. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I've never been there before because I'm really, really scared of heights. What's it called? Indigo. Vertigo. Vertigo. I've got the vertigo, but uh, it was stunning up there. Beautiful. I think because it's like, you know, like if you ever come landing into like City or Heathrow Airport and you kind mm -hmm. of have this London lit up at night and I just think it's one of the most prettiest cities in the evening. It's quite romantic looking, isn't it? I think like when you look at it, all the lights on and yeah, lovely. Really, really nice. And I think as well, because it was dark and night time, you kind of can't see people the size of ants and you can't see the floor. So it kind of helps with the old fear. Yeah, I, I advise a couple of glasses of champagne for the fear. That always, that always helps me, <laughs> whatever the situation may be. <laughs> um, but we have a very exciting show coming up today, don't we? We do, really exciting. Who have we got? We've got the lovely Tanya Bardsley coming and joining us from... Uh, Real Housewives of Cheshire, and mm -hmm. one, one of my really good friends. We've um, we've done a few jobs together in the past. So I'm really excited to have a lovely little chat with her. Got one of my ex-colleagues, Mario Falcone. Yeah. We've got the old Essex boys. We can have a little catch-up. It is, isn't it? Yeah, I want to find out if he's going to come back. And obviously, it's the 10th anniversary of Tower this year, which is just incredible. Mm. And I want to know if Mr Falcone is a dad now. So yeah, he, yeah, different. Like, that would, I think back in the back in the days he was on Tower, no one would have ever thought that was going to happen, would they? So, um, <laughs> yeah, so it'd be definitely interesting to talk to him. And um, and our, actually, our first guest, Aliash Skorianich from Strictly, I believe, is waiting to come in right now. So maybe we should go and chat to him. Have a lovely little chat. How are you doing? Hello, boys. Aliash, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Yeah, really good. Thanks so much for for coming on. How have you how have you been? What's what's been happening with you the last uh, few months? I feel like it's kind of pretty much the same like most of the people around the world, most 7 billion of us. I think I didn't do much, you know, <laughs> to be honest. I didn't really do much. Jeanette was really busy with her with her classes and then talks with Jeanette. And uh, I sort of took the time really off. Like I, I was off social media. I was off, off everything, really. Why, what made you want to do that then? Because obviously, yeah, Jeanette's been a busy bee. Yeah. Do you know what? Like I always... I have sort of a love and hate relationship with it, and uh, I I love it because it because it uh, you know cause I I love it, but then I don't like it because I don't like it. I get it's it. So, entirely. Like, there's I so many it. pros and cons for it. So I was like, if there's any good time to not be on social media, it was then. It was uh, at the beginning of lockdown, and then I just sort of carried on doing it for like three months. <laughs> what kind of cons do you find with social media? What kind of cons do I find with so it's how easy it is to just write anything that, that's the that's the biggest con I, I think because it's so easy to, to to just offend someone to to say something you know that people might not like or, or, or enjoy and then there is no repercussions for it so that's the biggest sort of downfall for me and uh, you know we all post things on 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 platforms and then you know you you get comments you you get people saying you know crazy sad bad things and uh, that's something that that you know you you don't really want to to get back when you post something so therefore yeah no it's a good time to take some time off but i'm assuming yeah. you did you didn't just lie in front of the tv watching uh you know this morning <laughs> for for three months you you must have done something with your time <laughs> 
Not far off, to be honest. Not far <laughs> off. But, uh, no, I've been actually. I I haven't seen so many of my friends from from Slovenia since school, since high school, since prim since primary school. So we kind of connected through to that game, uh, Call of Duty. Uh, we started. We all started playing it, and uh, I used to love it in in back in school. But I, but I but I couldn't play it since because because you know there was never time for it. But uh, but this time now it was so nice to rekindle sort of those old friendships from school and uh, talk Slovenian for the whole day. It was 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 lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Jeanette was. Uh, what was she feeling about you playing PlayStation all day? <laughs> She's thrilled. She's absolutely. She hates the game. She absolutely hates. It. <laughs> but you uh, but you have been doing some dance classes. Is that right? Yeah yeah yeah. We have done uh, with uh, Giovanni and Neil. We. We did this uh, three to tango, this incredible project, and uh, we we did it once. We did it for a whole week. Uh, we all we all taught a couple of classes each a day, and then we had a lovely Q and A right at the end of the week. And it was amazing how many people signed up, how many people loved it. Like the the reaction was 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 amazing. So we did, decided to do it again. So this Saturday we're doing it again. Oh, Sunday. You see, I don't even see. There you go. <laughs> Too much time off. On a Sunday, we, we, we're doing one off, just, just one day, 12 to 3. We're all teaching a class each, and then we have a little Q&A at the end. And uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was awesome the last time, so I can't wait to, to, to do it again. And is it like strictly super fans that kind of get involved, or is it people that just want to learn, or what, who is it? I think it's mainly just people that can't wait to get up and do something, I guess. Like, you know, to, to just get up and, and start moving. Because we sort of do it for all, the, for all the difficulties, for all the levels. So we start right at the beginners. And then, yeah, there's something for everyone. But I think it varies, really. We have kids. We have Strictly fans. We have, um, there hasn't been any hand parties, funny enough. But, uh, yeah. They'll be asking you to do, take your top off, swing it around your head. That'll yeah, love me. Love me right now, but yeah, maybe in a couple of years, then, maybe two of us together doing it. <laughs> no, I don't know about that. Well, Bobby, I'm sure you can, Bobby. I'm sure you can. You know, you're going to come and chuck a shirt off. I'll come and join you, boys. Please do. <laughs> you can teach me. Talking <laughs> of Strictly, how's the plans for the new series going? Uh, to be honest, we have just sort of, uh, we're like slowly getting ready for it, really, because everything is going to be, you know, uh, very different, you know, because the, the things keep keeps changing, you know, the guidelines. So we are starting with rehearsals very soon. And, uh, and that's going to then, you know, probably take a little while because we always um, tend to rehearse, even when, when a normal season is on, we, we would we rehearse all the group numbers first. And, and then we get paired up and then the, the season starts. So obviously, you know, things are going to be very different this year. But uh, more than anything, I'm so uh, happy that the season is going ahead, that there is going to be Strictly. Because I feel like people would be, uh, would be even sadder if there was no, no, no Strictly on, you know. There's been so much bad going on. So I feel like a little bit of positivity on, uh, on a Saturday evening, it's exactly what, what people need, what we all need. I, th I think you're exactly right. Do you think that, I mean, there's, have you heard some of the rumours about who's going to be taking part? I've seen the, the new one, Brooklyn Beckham. Is it? Well, that's Is it. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know, you see. Like, it's like every year, I'm, I'm really bad with following. So people would ask me, oh, so they're going to be doing the show. I'm like, I, don't, I actually don't know. I actually don't know. But uh, no, they wouldn't. I have no idea who, like every other year. Uh, but I can't wait to find out. Like, I can't wait to find out. It's going to be my eighth season this year. And uh, 
I can't believe I'm still kicking and uh, <laughs> not kicking much anymore, but I'm kicking nonetheless. Though. <laughs> Do you still enjoy it now as much as you did when you first started or, or has it changed over the years? Uh, I think I, I love it even, I love it even more, you know. Um, it has, ob obviously it changes every single year. There's new professionals, obviously celebrities change every single year. So you never really get the same season off, off strictly because you always get paired with someone completely different on a different level of abilities, on a, on a, on a different level, you know, some, sometimes you really get along with someone. So it's always completely different. Sometimes you, you have to travel to a, to a different city and then tr stay there for, for, you know, for three, four, four months. So Strictly is always completely different season in, season out for every single pro. So it never really gets boring. Like that's why I always feel like I love it more and more because you think that, that you know all about it and you know, you get thrown off on every single step of the way. Especially this year. I guess. Yeah, it's going to be completely <laughs> different. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of speculation that Bruno won't be returning. If that was the case, who would you like to see him replaced by? It's tough, you know, like, because I mean, for, for me to, to say who will re replace Bruno, because they're all such incredible judges. I, I think we have, honestly saying, the best panel of, of any, you know, pretty much any talent show there is, not just in the UK, but in the world. So those Bruno has been there from day one. So it would be unjust for, for me to say who I want to see in, in that role because he's done that job so well for so long. So whoever is going to be, you know, it's going to be a tough decision for pro producers, but it's definitely not going to be down to me to decide who is going to be the next, the next judge. Or even if I did tell you, I don't think it's going to make any difference. So I don't know. <laughs> Fair. We did. Um, we had uh, Nadia on um, last week, and mm. she was quite um, open in saying that the boys are a lot more competitive than the girls on the show. <laughs> and um, and I and I name checked. I name checked Giovanni actually because we've had him on on our show before, and he's like he's mm -hmm. very brutal in being like, no, I want to win. I want to like you know yeah. be the best and stuff. Do you think there is like a bit of a, a thing between the boys that doesn't seem to exist between the girls these days? I would never say that there is more between boys or girls. I would say that more weeks you sort of stay in the competition, more competitive you get. And some some season that one year that could could be more male pros with female celebrities in in you know after Blackpool, let's say. And uh, so yeah, I, I feel like it's different every single year because you know. Some people, some pros feel like, you know, that's their year and they have a really good chance of making it to the finals. So obviously, you're going to get competitive. Mm -hmm. And then next season is going to be some, someone else. So I feel like we are all competitive. Most of us come from competition worlds anyway. So, and, you know, it's such a big show. So you want to do good. You want to make yourself proud. You want to do everything for, for celebrity. So you do get competitive. I think whoever says that you don't get competitive, it's, it's impossible just solely because of how much time you invest in it. You rehearse every day, hours and hours. So I don't believe anyone who finishes the week and goes, you know what, I don't really care if I got through or not. You know, we all, we all care. So, you know, I think we're all competitive, but that's why I think that the show is as good as it is. And how about we've seen a lot of your, your past and current colleagues and kind of, it's baby season. There's, a, there's been a lot of uh, Strictly babies. Are you getting a bit broody now? Oh. Listen, I love babies. 
I love babies. I've always, I've always loved kids. My, my, my little sister is expecting a second one. So I'm going to be uncle for the second time. Oh, Get in. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, in February, I can't wait. I can't wait <laughs> to meet him or her. And uh, I am, you know, I've, we, Jeanette and I have always uh, can't wait to have kids. But, you know, so far the, the life has been um, pre-corona. I've obviously been so busy that we didn't have time to think about anything else with tours and, and Strictly. And, uh, but yeah, obviously, you know, hopefully, hopefully, not obviously, hopefully in the future, uh, but whenever I'm going to be so happy, if I'm telling you both, I'm going to be so, I'm going to be chuffed uh -huh. to bits. I want to be chuffed to bits. I can, I can imagine you being, uh, an, you and Jeanette being exceptionally good parents, but. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you and Jeanette are going to be great dads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're telling me something I don't know. No, no, um, no, 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 <laughs> um, no um, but like, has it, I mean, the, the lockdown has definitely, um, been tough for people and, and has, has, have you and Jeanette had any difficult, difficult times or has it all been pretty plain sailing? You seem always like such a happy couple. Uh, we're always happy, but I feel like it would be unfair for, for me to complain, but you know, cause we have been so lucky in our, in our lives, but it has been difficult for everyone. I feel we lost, you know, I think it was two tours this year, which is, um, which is a huge part of our, of, of our year. We, we tour for, five to six months you know off off strictly so when that is sort of taken away it it is a bit tricky and uh, we were literally just finished rehearsing our remembering tour and we were, were about to go into the into the tech rehearsals to the theaters and that was literally the the day that that the lockdown was announced so we pretty much rehearsed for a month and then as soon as it was you know about to be shown to the to the people we we, we had to stop. So that was very, very heartbreaking. Mm. Uh, but then, you know, you kind of realize that there is, you know, it's, it's a bigger picture, really, you know, not doing anything, staying at home. If you can't work from home, I'm amazing, but not doing anything, staying at home, it's actually doing more than you think. And uh, so it would be, you know, it's hard, but I think everyone was in the same position. So, you know, you, you kind of, that kind of thinking about that makes you, makes you feel a little bit better. Not that it's good in any way, but it makes things a bit easier, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, we're all in this together. I think. It's, yeah. 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 I get what you mean. And the two of you are so nice. So listen, I'm kind of gutted that you're gonna live right next there, and you know we would be neighbors. That would be even lovelier. <laughs> and these four months would fly by. <laughs> that would be living the dream, Aliash. Um, mm. do, do you do you ever get competitive with Jeanette though? Do you ever like when you're on the show? Because obviously, <laughs> you you have you have won, and as yet. Jeanette has not. <laughs> she will. Don't you worry. She will. Um, you know what? We 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 we're not competitive because from day one, uh, since 2013, we have sort of done strictly as a. Obviously, you're employed as an individual, and uh, you get your own celebrities. But when it gets to choreographing, creating routines for our celebrities, we have been so sort of working together so well uh, for, for, for the last seven years and everything has really been sort of helping each other in, in any way, shape or form that we possibly can. So whenever you get to, the, to Saturday, you, you wish, you know, obviously you want to get through, but then just as much I want for, for Jeanette to get through. And uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think we, we would be competitive. I think we would be more sort of encouraging of, of each other. I think that's the right word because things, you know, 
you 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 get so tired halfway through the series, and mm. we kind of in a in a in a little bit of a way for us to both be there in that same sort of uh, madness. It kind of helps to have someone right there with you that understands completely what you're going through, and um, you know, and you and you can have a yeah, it helps. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I sort of really dozed away with my in my thoughts there for a second. Love it. But I think that's the thing. It can get. It could go either way, isn't it? And I think it's nice. Yeah, it could you, go. And you, I, I could completely see how we could be competitive, but we're really not. Uh, no, not really. No. Maybe we, we should be. I don't know, Steve. I'm not trying to say now. <laughs> I'm thinking now. Should we be? <laughs> well, you know. I mean, you, maybe you should. Maybe you should like trip up one week or something, which would allow you next to. <laughs> no. <that's>, no. <laughs> <laughs> Cheeky. <laughs> Cheeky. <laughs> any surprise facts on any of the professional dancers? Like something that our listeners wouldn't already know. Some of surprise facts. Uh, goodness me. We spend so much time together uh, that there's literally so much that I couldn't put one out. Uh, <laughs> you, you know what? You, you would be surprised because, you know, like, like you've just asked how competitive we are. And, uh, but people w- would be surprised how, how well we, we got on, really. I think that's a that's a surprising. I know everyone says it, but I don't think many people believe it. But uh, genuinely, we are so, so such a tight knit group, especially in the last couple of years. That uh, that I would no, you know, I, and I don't think any of us would say anything would answer you that question. You know what I mean? I don't think anyone would actually answer your question. That's my question. There you go. <laughs> I, I think that's fair enough. But you did mention, you know, you did say like how, and, and you sometimes can tell on the show that, that halfway through a series, everyone's suddenly getting quite tired. And you know, like yeah. how it's yeah. like, because you're people, and a lot of people are still doing their other full-time jobs or, you know, they've got mm. other, th- other things they have to work on. Is that when things can get a bit tense, at least, even if they're uh, not spilling over? <laughs> That's when you sort of get those honest reactions, you know, those honest sort of being in the moment, something happens that you were not expecting. On week one, you can deal with it like that. On week 10, not so much. <laughs> so that's when you sort of have like, you know, the water boiling, but then you have to stop and, you know, just keep going. But uh, obviously, you know, you, you get, sometimes you rehearse from 10 in the morning to, to 10 at night. And, uh, you know, okay. when you do that day after day, uh, and it's, you know, it's as well as it's physical, it, you have to be thinking constantly because you're teaching, you're creating the routine for next week. You're, you're already thinking for the song for the two weeks ahead. So everything, you know, there's so much going on and obviously you get exhausted. For mm. me, that point is sort of around Blackpool. I feel like once, once you get to Blackpool, because it's such a milestone, it's so hyped up, you can't wait to get there. And then Blackpool happens. And if you walk it through, you kind of like sometimes go, okay, so what's next then? It's kind of like the day after New Year when you go, okay, so that's it then? Okay. Yeah. First, you know. So, but that's, I think that's the point where, where, where most pros and celebs get, get really, really tired. Yeah. Um, but obviously this, this year might not even have Blackpool, right? That might. Um, I don't know. Change. I mean, we, we all love Blackpool. It's such an iconic, iconic place for, for them especially. Uh, that, you know, I've, I was first time in Blackpool when I was seven years old competing in the Tower Ballroom. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been, I mean, that was, that was the first city in UK that I've ever visited. What a way, what a wow, place to start. What, what a place to start. <laughs> a little pleasure beach, get in. And uh, 
but we are, if we don't go, we're gonna miss it. But if we do go, we all love Blackpool. I mean, I I love that week, and it's Jeanette's birthday week. That that's sort of that weekend, so it's always an amazing. <laughs> it's an amazing uh, event. Let's say. Yeah, yeah, of course. Do you have a dream celebrity partner that you would love to be paired with? Oof. You know what? I've had seven of them. I've had seven dream celebrity partners. And uh, the first year I would go, oh yeah, that would be my dream celebrity partner. But then I realized that I've been, I've been so lucky with the people that I've got on Strictly. Because, um, you know, like I've said, you spend so much time together and the people that I've been dancing with have been so lovely. And uh, so therefore, I kinda, you kind of forget about dream. I just want to always have someone that I get along with. Yeah. And uh, so far, I've been so lucky, so I don't want to jinx it. Because now if I'm going to go, I want that one. <laughs> I'm going to get someone I'm not going to get along with. Well, there's so, uh, nice where they've done last year the first male-male kind of partnership over on there. How yeah. would you feel? Would you be up for the challenge of dancing with a guy one year on Strictly? You know, that's like, I've been, I've, I've thought about that. And even watching like Dancing on Ice, they did such an amazing job. And uh, even around the world, not just Dancing on Ice, they've had same sex couples. They've been like in Australia, in, uh, in Germany, and there's been like loads of places that they've done a, a dance in, in Ireland. So, it looks, you, you you could do so much, you know, like cool, I stayed in a way, you could do so many cool lifts, so many cool tricks that you couldn't do otherwise. So, I don't know, you never, never say never, you know, never say never. If it, if the producers do this, do decide to go that way, you know, never say never. I, I never, I never say no to anything. I'm not going to say that. But <laughs> never say never. <laughs> well, I, I think at that note, Ali Ash, we'll, we'll call it a day. We'll call it a day. <laughs> thank, thank, you, um, thank you so much for, for speaking to us. The, when's the, the class is three to tango. Is that right? Three to tango, Sunday, 12 o'clock. Go and sign up. You're going to have a dance class from uh, Neil, from Giovanni, from me. 12 o'clock, don't be late, don't be late. And then at the end, we do a little Q&A and uh, we talk probably too much, just like I did now. We're going to talk way more than we should. Well, that's what we like. We, we much prefer that. Aliash, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Really appreciate Boys, it. Boys, listen, have a lovely, lovely afternoon and um, keep dancing. <laughs> right now. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Aliash. Bye. Oh, what a lovely man. He's a very lovely man. Him and Jeanette are, are a gorgeous couple. Couple um, girls. Couple, total couple girls. I believe our next guest and your uh, former, well, or maybe again, TOWIE colleague, uh, Mario Falcone, is ready to come in. Hello. Hello, Mario. How are you doing? Uh, yeah, very well, mate. Very well. Yourself? Thank you. How's daddy life suiting you? Oh, mate, I love it. I love it. You know me, Bobby. I was born for this. I was born for this life. It's funny you say you say that though, Mario. I think anyone that watched the early series of Towie would have probably not <laughs> thought that. <laughs> um, so, so you've you've had a bit of a turnaround, really, haven't you? Or, or at least in the, maybe in the public's eyes. Yeah, yeah, I guess you could say that. I mean, look, you got to remember, it's like it's an, it's, to me, it's an age thing. So obviously, <laughs> I did in my eyes, my eighteen to twenty-eight, thirty, the right way, um, <laughs> and I did it very, very well. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, the last few years of that, anyone, obviously Bobby would know, anyone on the show would know that I was ready from, when I became an uncle, I was very much ready to become a dad. Um, it was just obviously meeting the right girl. Uh, so I think that's obviously the main thing, is having a partner to do it with, someone that's obviously your, your team. Um, and just being in the right place in life. I mean, obviously, I never regret my journey. 
um, and everything I've done just because if I hadn't have done that, I wouldn't be where I am now. I wouldn't be ready to be a dad and be a good dad because I think that comes with contentment and stuff to be a good dad. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's been quite a good transition. I'm much happier now. Oh, well, it looks good on you. Uh, and you look like you've got the most perfect little family when I see stuff on social media. But, and like you say, uh, the minute you become an uncle, I think everyone who knows you kind of know that you kind of a penny dropped in it. I think you just yeah. kind of thought, well, I'm ready for daddy life now. Yeah, it was, uh, the girl part was fun, but yeah, it, it had to come to an end. <laughs> <laughs> you got your practice in, certainly, didn't you? I've, I've got a good story for Parker when he's older. Uh, can guide him very well, you know, when he's on the uh, on the pool. Uh, He'll just be on I'll YouTube be, watching I'll, I'll all the old clips. I'll still be a sugar <laughs> behind him on his table, being like, "Don't talk to that one. That's what you want to say." Um, can you, dickhead? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, he'll probably be really bookish and, and you know, <laughs> and I won't want anything to do with that kind of thing. Um, what, what have you um, been, obviously, the, the 10th anniversary has been filming, Bob's been just filming this week. Have you been involved in any way? Will you be involved with the, with the Howie? The conversation's been had. Um, yeah, like obviously, look, I, I liked Howie. It was a big part of my life. Um, you know, I was, I was there for right at the beginning. So, yeah, the conversation I had um, about being part of the 10-year anniversary. So, yeah, that's what I could say, really. Um, the conversation's been had. Uh, okay. So, yeah, I, I think you probably will see me on there. Okay, um, good. That's good. We get, we, that, that's, that's a very typically Towie answer. I'm very glad we got that. I've <laughs> been on it for years, but I still, I still know the protocol. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still watch the show, Mario, now now you're not on it? Absolutely not, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you watched it when you was on it, did you? <laughs> That's the thing, I'd be like, oh, you know, you're on the show the other night, what's your opinion on that? I'd be like, oh. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> no, thing, I just never watched it, I mean, not because I had anything against the show, but only because... Obviously, I hated watching myself back anyway. Plus, like, as we've said, it was uh, for everybody else, it's insane. But watching yourself back be, a, be an idiot isn't like the best thing. I think to continue the way in which I was, where you know, I played up to camera, I played up to being a bad guy, um, and the way in which I was. If I'd have watched that back and realized how bad I was, I probably wouldn't have been as bad. You know, I might have pulled it back a bit, which wouldn't have been as good for TV. Um, so there was that. Plus, obviously, once you become friends with people on the show, I think and you see the hardship people on the show go through, and you see it in real time. Maybe if you're not there for their, their, their scene, but you're there afterwards, or you know you hear about it through, through the cast, which obviously used to always happen. Um, I think sometimes watching that back, it's just not nice. I think because you, you can relate so much of the actual... People just see it as, oh, it's, it's so-and-so and so-and-so having a row, or... That there's emotion. It's 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 because you know how real it is. I think sometimes because you because you know it so well, it's so familiar. I think sometimes it's not nice to see your friends go through that. So that was another reason I just didn't like watching it. Because obviously there's people I really cared about on the show. Still care about. Um, but yeah, I didn't like watching it for that reason. Yeah, that's fair enough. I can understand that. Bobby, have you Bobby, have you always <laughs> have you always watched it, Bob? I didn't know. Did you know I kind of it's one of them things that part of you kind of needs to watch it in terms of what you're going to work the next day to yeah. then talk yeah. about and kind of know because obviously we know 
what scenes we film when, when we're filming as, but we don't always know what the rest of the cast is filming. And sometimes mm -hmm. Tower is a very reactive show. You kind of need to be talking about what's happening through like the Essex room and, and, and as a group and a show. But um, there's certainly episodes that if, if you know something's coming up that whether, like Mario says, whether it's one of your closest friends is going through something or if you're going through whether a, a breakup or you might have had a row with someone, they're never nice to watch back. So there's certainly episodes I've chose not to, not to watch. Yeah. Um, I think that's the thing people actually forget is your real life. Where, although it is like a constructed show, it is actually, these things are really happening to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah, I think people forget that little thing at the start of Tower where it said, you know, a lot of it is set up for entertainment, but, you know, it's still based on real events in our lives. Yeah. You forget that. What, what, have you, what have you been, so for anyone that hasn't been following you, what have you been doing in the years since you haven't been on the show? Um, chasing, a, chasing a one, nearly two-year-old around is pretty much what my day consists <laughs> of most of the time at the moment. Uh, obviously... I do stuff on social media. I make, I, you know, I, I do well. Um, I've got properties. Business-wise, I've always been pretty um, switched on. Um, but my everything I ever did um, over the last few years was to be able to be at home with my son because that's one thing that I never had with my dad was that my dad was always out working mm -hmm. to provide for my sisters to put a roof over our heads. But you know, I've always sort of been under the you know my my dream has always been to obviously be able to put a roof over my family's heads but to be under that roof as well all the time to actually be with my family. Because, you know, my son doesn't care about what car I drive, what watch I wear, all that stuff. He only cares about his my time. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the only person really in the world that actually, you know, you can actually honestly say that they only care about my time. So, yeah, a lot of, a lot of it has just been chasing Park around. Uh, obviously, the, um, Becky has her own beauty salon. So she now, obviously now, but not with COVID, uh, she uh, is back to work. So she works four days a week. Um, and those days I have him. Uh, so it's always trying to find things to do with Parker. Because uh, now he's walking and now he's running. It's really funny. Like, when he was a baby, I used to think, oh, I can't wait for him to walk. I can't wait for him to run around. It'd be amazing. It's like a game changer. Now he's running around. It's, it's just it's the hardest thing in the world. It's, it's so hard. Well, it's non-stop, isn't it? Like, yeah. It's non-stop. I'm thinking, I'm getting more tired looking after Parker than she does going to work. And now I get it when people say, oh, you know, it's just people who sat or sat or whatever. You just sit there and be like, it's hard. It's, like, it's the hardest job in the world. It actually is. It's so tiring. So I always try and find things to do. But obviously, because of um, the pandemic, um, it's been hard to find things to do because obviously everything's closed. Only so long to go to the park for. If it's raining, then, you know, what do you do? Because then you're stuck indoors. On Saturday, I had a day indoors even for the first of a time because it was pissing it down. And it was the slowest day ever. You'd think it was like 12 o'clock and you think you've got to lunchtime. But it was like five past nine. It was like that. It was, so he's looking at me. I'm looking at him. I'm like, mate, I don't know. He's like, dad, I don't know. I was like, let's just watch the pig. We've pig for eight hours till mummy gets home. <laughs> we did loads of stuff. We did we paint in. We did loads of stuff. Cartoons are the saviour, I think, and iPads and anything that you can just shove them in front of the Baby telly. Shark. Baby Shark, whoever invented that, I hate them, but I love them. It's the only way, it's the only compromise in the world. It's, it's the only thing that I can get him to sort of calm down. He goes mad, does, does some mad dancing thing, like some proper mad shuffle, but it's, um, yeah, it's the only thing that I can get to actually get a compromise. Fair enough, if it works. Have you, so you've basically found that like the lockdown's been okay for you then, is it? You've been kind of enjoying this kind of home yeah, time. What? 
Um, yes and no. I mean, at the start, me and Becky used to always say, because obviously my days are very much, I don't have a set day. So my, I can have a really busy week or I can have a week that's nice and chill. Then I'll make busy with other stuff, whether I go to the gym, play golf, meetings. Um, it's very, very, whereas Becky's obviously is very much, you know, these are the days she's working, these are the hours she's working. So we used to always say we never really have a day other than a Sunday that was the three of us. So we used to mm. always wish that we had more time, the three of us, to really just enjoy time together, really enjoy Parker. Um, and obviously then we got that. So we can't complain because obviously the first, you know, 12 weeks lockdown, we were like, you know what, this is all right. Like, you know, we were going for family walks every day. Our day was based around our afternoon walk. Two o'clock every day, we go for a two-hour walk. Me, everybody, we used to walk past the same people every day. Hey, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and that was really good. But then it got to a stage, obviously, where, you know, I'm quite a productive person. Becky, obviously, has her businesses. And Parker, oh, he was, he, he was start, he'd started nursery uh, for two mornings a week um, before lockdown. And obviously, for his development, for him to be good with other kids, so when he does have a brother or sister, um, he knows how to share and how to behave and... I think just for his own, his, his own, his own thing. Like everyone needs their own thing. Whether you're a, you know, thirty-two-year-old man or whether you're a little boy, you still need your own thing. So obviously, we wanted to get back into that. Um, so it got to like a point where we were like, you know what, we're, we're all sort of ready to have some sort of normality back. You know, we, we've been blessed with the time that you know we'll look back in years to come. But I can't, you know, nothing could replace the months we've just had with Papa. Um, but at the same time, now we're just sort of ready. You know, we, we, Parker is back at nursery now, those two days a week. Becky's back at work. So it's nice to sort of have some normality back. So if we was to see you come back and maybe do like a little cameo for the 10-year the anniversary, would we be seeing little Parker? Yeah, definitely. Do you know what? It's, he's the best thing I've ever done in my life. He really is. I'm so oh. proud. There's not many things I've done in my life that I'm very, very proud of. Obviously, me and Becky was one of them. But my, my son's the thing that I'm most proud of. Um, so I think... To have him on the show, sort of show, I think, you know, that's one thing that, you know, I was the sort of person people would love to hate to love me on Towie because even though I was an idiot, a lot of people could relate to the things I was doing. You know, it was an age thing. A lot of boys that were that age were doing the same sort of things I was doing. And I think the transition from that to now being a dad is something that a lot of people would have gone through at the same sort of time as I have. We'd be going to go through it or about to go through it. So I think it's quite a nice transition to see. Um, and plus, that park is so cute, man. I think he just he get your ratings. He's he needs a limelight. He, <laughs> he, he would. He really would. I would say he'd be like the me of the show back in the day, but I think he'd be bad. I, I, I hate to say, probably be like the Mark Wright. So. Nice <laughs> <laughs> to the heart. Um, you mentioned you mentioned yeah. a little a little brother or sister. Is that on the cards then? Well. Uh, we were meant to get uh, married in May, uh, just gone in Italy, but obviously mm -hmm. because of uh, the global pandemic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so boring saying it. But yeah, because of that, obviously, it's been pushed back to next year. So the plan would have been after the wedding, uh, we would have started trying for uh, a little brother or sister for Parker. Um, but everything's just been put back again. So the wedding's now next June uh, in Italy uh, and all being well. Uh, because of the global pandemic, um, <laughs> we will try for baby two straight afterwards. So it just means, um, you know, Park will be a year older, which in my head, he'll just be a little bit more helpful. Uh, he'll be, True. say, he'd be like two and a half by the time he start trying. So, you know, three and a half, four by the time the baby would come. 
Um, You'll be able to get tell him to go get the nappy or to go and exactly fetch that. something. So, exactly yeah. that. So, um, so, yeah, I think that it's definitely on the cards. Just the wedding first. I think we put the wedding off twice now. Obviously, the first time was because of Hocker. Then we had the global pedal. Um, and uh, so, yeah, next year, third time lucky, we'll be, I'll be married. Was it not? If not, if we don't get married next year, if anything else happens, I've already said to Becky, God is giving me a sight to marry you. He <laughs> sent us a baby. He hasn't done that since Mary and Joseph. And then he said, a global pandemic to put me off marrying you. So if it doesn't happen, happens a third time, we're done. That's it. We're not getting married. <laughs> I'm sure she loved hearing that. I'm sure that oh, really... Trying to help me out. No, no, don't do it, Mary. Don't do it. It's not a secret <laughs> No, Mario. Obviously, your brother-in-law's Tom Fletcher. Are you excited to, to hear no music and see him perform next year? I really am. You know, like we were disappointed we couldn't do obviously the, uh, the tour this year. Uh, we took Parker to their last tour, and he was only like one. Yeah, he was one. It was just after his, one, his first birthday. And Parker loved it. My nieces and nephews were there. They were all falling asleep left, right, and centre. Parker was there all night. He was clapping. He was dancing. He had the time of his life. So. Yeah, obviously, I was, we were looking forward to taking Parker this year, but yeah, even more so next year, because like I said, he'll be a little bit older. Um, obviously, I've, I've loved watching Tom perform. I, I, I know Tom um, since, like, he was a 15-year-old around our dinner table, um, you yeah, know, telling us he was going to be in a band and blah, 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 blah. And then you're, you're like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Paul Shorter, kid. Yeah, well done. Uh, <laughs> I know he's done it. So, um, so yeah, I, I love watching Tom perform. I always have. Uh, and obviously now that I've sent my son, I get to go in the same box. Obviously, my nephews know watching their dad. Um, it's just nice to see. So yeah, I'm really looking forward. I'm looking forward to their return. I think there's a there's a, there's a massive void in the music market, and it is a boy band. So I think they're, they're a man band now, really, aren't they? Jeez, emergence. They are a man band. Yeah, um, is that a thing. Uh, <laughs> just a great um, yeah, So the will good. I think it's well timed. So, so other than other than Towie, have you got anything else coming up um, in the next few months? Well, maybe Towie, we don't know. But um, have you got anything else <laughs> exciting? <laughs> would you do any of the other? Would you do any other reality shows or anything? I know you did um, Big Brother, didn't you? Um, of course, I would do them now, but it's just obviously you just I'd have to take into consideration, Parker. Um, if it's something like you know required me to be away for a long time, um, I don't know how I would feel about not being able to see him and be with him. Um, mm. so you'd have to weigh up, obviously, because obviously it's work at the end of the day. So, you know, they, they, you do that for your kids. Um, so and it can lead to other things. But at the same time, it has to be worth it to sacrifice the time um, with Parker. So, yeah. yeah, there's one. There's obviously things you want to do. But I think at the same time, you know, I've always I've sort of accepted the fact that I've never really, since I sort of took a step back from um, the industry, the industry like from Tauby and, you know, being on TV, I've never really sort of been the person to sort of put myself out there to go to events and work the room and all mm. that. It's just not in me. I just, I just haven't got it in me. I just don't have that. So and I've always, so by not doing that, I've also accepted the fact that maybe those doors have closed to maybe a degree, uh, which is which is a shame. But at the same time, I wouldn't chase that. I'm not yeah. that way inclined. You know, I'd rather a, a show wants me for me. Um, as opposed to, you know, just always trying to be that sort of person chasing it and, you know, trying to stay relevant and all that sort of stuff. That's just not who I've, who I've ever been. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but coming up, guys, I am, I am doing uh, something that I actually wanted to do. Actually, I have something I've actually wanted to do for a long time. Um, 
so obviously my sister's like a massive mummy podcast. She's the best mummy podcast in the world, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, it wouldn't be a far push. Uh, and obviously I love being a dad. I didn't want to do a podcast. Um, I wanted to do YouTube. And obviously I've got uh, one good thing about being in, a, in the industry for 10 years is you meet a lot of people on the way. I've always been polite to everybody that I've met. So um, before the global pandemic, um um, i i'd already set up to start doing my dad's youtube and i had people like joshua lined up um dan osborne um my brother-in-law to name a few uh obviously that all got put in the back burner because of the pandemic um so yeah i will be starting to do that again uh in october Uh, i've started getting people lined up again i've got bigger names now um just just like i've wanted to do just because i think one thing I've realized about being a dad is that your circumstances don't change the challenges that dads have. So whether you're like AJ and you're a world champion and, or you're really rich or whatever, you still have the same worries and mm-hmm. the same the same things that go through your mind with your children than you know your average Joe down the road. It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't doesn't change that. Um, and I think people find inspiration in actually hearing someone who they look up to, say, do you know what? I'm exactly the same as you. Like, I have the same words. My, you know, I have that same thing. Um, See, so yeah, it's just like I'd love to explore because I just feel like it hasn't really been done. Um, yeah. And with the contacts I have, I think it would just be really, really good. And obviously, it's something that I would expand. I've got plans to make it bigger and better in the future. Um, yeah, it's just something I want to sink my teeth into. Because, you know, it's the first time I've actually done something that I actually really enjoy since I was a tailor before TOWIE. Um, so it'd be something that, I, for once, I'm actually doing it more for me uh well i'll be enthusiastic about it. i want to be involved in it and i'll really enjoy it um and it gives value for once yeah, yeah. um well, so yeah, well definitely can't wait to see that and um, and good luck with it all um mary thanks so much for coming on this evening really appreciate you speaking to us and uh being so honest it. and um hopefully we'll see you on towie I'm only going back to see Bobby's abs. <laughs> you, can see the, you can see them all over the mail. There's nothing you see. They're on my wall. We switched places. I used to have a six pack. <laughs> I'm glad for doing this, man. So I really hope that I get to see you, whether you come back or not, for a little cameo. And, uh, I'll try and come back, Bobby. Yeah, good luck with <laughs> everything, won't you, mate? Cheers, mate. Cheers. <laughs> Take Cheers, care, man. Bye, Take care. See ya. I mean, he hasn't really changed a bit, has he? He's still that, like, cheeky chap, which is really nice. Yeah, it's nice to see. Yeah, he's, he's definitely, like you say, he's a cheeky chap, yeah, Baz. Yeah, he is, isn't he? Um, I think it's a great idea, though, for his little thing. I'm sure he, um, it, it's so nice, like you say, he seems really passionate. He wants to get into his YouTube thing, and I'm sure he'll be. He's got one of their minds. He'll definitely, uh, he'll make it a success. That family, honestly, that family, they're just, like idea create they just generate ideas and make money and i mean i wish i could be doing the same <laughs> um i believe we've got your friend tanya now ready to come in as well oh love it bobby tanya how are you babe hello my darling how have you been my sweetheart oh i've been well i've been on holiday bob so it's been amazing you're looking well for it, girl. Where's oh, your it? Your body at the minute, Bob. See, bloody hell. You're fit. <laughs> it's the lockdown, Ted. I've, I've been training morning, noon, and night. Well, I've been getting bloody fat moon, morning, noon, and night. Same, same. 
I'll, 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 I'll chime in there. Yeah. I've had to have um, I had to have the Corona test yesterday down this row up my nose um, until I can start filming again. I was like, Oh God, is it horrible? No, oh, oh, it's like a little pig having a swab. <laughs> so are you not able to film at the minute, Tan? Because the series has started filming, hasn't it? Yeah, I started filming before I went away. Um, and then I think they sort of stopped at the minute until I'm back. And then, so they'll carry, carry on this week once my uh, corona test comes back. Fingers uh, crossed, because we're going to on our screens. <laughs> <laughs> so I was speaking to Christine a couple of weeks ago over on my Get Gobby yeah. because she was saying that she won't be coming back. I'm devastated. I'm like, bloody hell, you want to be only friends? What are you doing to me? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm actually devastated. But obviously, I'll still see her outside the show. She lives down the road from me, but yeah, I was devastated. Do you think that she'll be, because she obviously was, she was kind of a, a supporting character, I guess you could say, wouldn't she? Do you think um, that she might come back even just to do a little scene one time or something? I'm hoping so. I'm hoping so. Like, so when it's any of my events, I'm hoping that she'll just come back for that. But like, she was more than a supporting like um, housewife to me because she just and literally supported me. Like, I had like a mental breakdown and all sorts. I came off my antidepressants and when she was literally there for me through everything, so yeah, I'm absolutely devastated that she's that she's leave left me. <laughs> and Esther's left as well now. She apparently happy for the last two series. Is that something that you kind of know? Um, I mean, we all go through ups and downs, but like she's just met this amazing guy. She's really happy, um, and I think because he lives he lives abroad, so it's just the the show hours is is quite full on. So I don't think she could work both but I'm hoping um not that she'll get bored of him but I'm hoping that you know once the love thing comes down a bit she'll be like oh I'm actually Mr. the girls and she'll come back I'm hoping do you think you would ever leave um no <laughs> just <laughs> I just um like in the past I've been a cleaner worked in a corn center and they never sat uh, and I always got sacked so the housewives never sat me so <laughs> the <laughs> only job you can grateful. keep <laughs> yeah have you yeah. heard the rumour that there's got to be another UK franchise of the show? Real Housewives of Jersey? Yeah. Right, no, because I think I'm I'm a real fan of the Housewives. I watch every single one. Even before like I was started. And they're all different. Every mm. single one of them is different. Like New York is different to Beverly Hills. And like they're all different. So I just think uh, Housewife fans like me, you just never get bored. Yeah. Uh, and I think theirs will play when ours is not on. So I think, like, I always need my fix. Um, so I think it's a good thing. And people are starting to rediscover them as well because they're going on Netflix and things, aren't they? So it's like people yeah. who've never watched before are now watching it now. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that, that's like me. I'm always, like, ten years behind. Like, like, I remember Game of Thrones, and I was like, oh, I don't get that at the time. And then I was like, going, oh, my God, have you seen Game of Thrones? Like, yeah, ten years ago. <laughs> yeah. If, um, what, what's your favourite of all the international ones? Um, Beverly Hills, um, Orange County. I love them all in their own special way. They're all really good. I think personally, mine's, mine's actually New York, of the American ones, just because of like, I mean, they're just... Ramona. Really, they're Ramona and Luan, and they're just all like, they're just, they're just, I just can't imagine that people live these lives. I mean, I it's just... just I, it's, 
if someone said to me, which of the housewives would you imagine getting arrested? You would not think the Countess Luan, would you? <laughs> no, you definitely <laughs> wouldn't. Like, yeah, that's what made me like her a bit more, like, go on, girl. <laughs> But not, the, that I mean, no, not that there's anything good about being arrested. <laughs> no, no, true. That's absolutely true. So after seeing a couple of your cast members leave town, will we be seeing them replaced in the new series? Uh, I've got a little... I think they will replace, I think. We're all just trying to find that out now. We're all, like, gossiping, like, giving each other names and stuff. We keep hearing little rumours, but we just... We never know until we're actually in the scene and they bring us out. It's all, like, cloak and daggers. But I think they will. Exciting. excited for the brand new one. Yeah, oh, I love a bit of fresh meat, me, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I literally cannot wait. I've got to ask, yeah. how did you find doing the reunion last series virtually? Oh, my God. Well, I thought, oh, it's going to be easy. I'm not going to... Well, first of all, uh, the technician left all the lights, cameras, um, wires on my drive. I had to bring them in. And you know me, Bob, I'm not very technology-minded. <laughs> Um, I've struggled to get on the Zoom. So I, I went downstairs to my bar and I was like on the on, on FaceTime to a tech person, poor guy, and I was going, stick it where? Stick this way away. <laughs> so I was already out of and I thought, well, I can't over like over this Zoom, I can't get anyway. I found myself screaming at dawn over this iPad and I walked away from an iPad. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> How do you get so out of you walk away from an iPad? It's mental. <laughs> But this is the world we live in now, isn't it? That's the yeah, thing. It's just the way yeah. it is. And Walk away from Zoom. Yeah. What's the, what's, how have you found like the lockdown generally for you? Has it been all right? Um, I actually quite loved it, you know, because I'm a tourist, I'm a homebody. Um, and I, yeah, I just loved it. Um, and I actually thought I might need a bit of counselling going back in, out into the real world, like a newborn baby dinosaur, like venturing out again, like, ooh. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, I did enjoy it. And I think um, me and Phil never argued at all in lockdown. I thought I'd murder him, I thought I'd kill him. Um, but I think because all our stresses come from like work and tired and he goes training and he gets tired and yeah, we, we just loved it. I mean, the kids did our head right in. But <laughs> <laughs> and that homeschooling, oh, me and Phil are both dyslexic. So trying to teach homeschool kids you might as well, it's like, I'm not a builder, so don't ask me to build a house. Like, I'm not a teacher, so don't ask me to teach kids. I can't do it. Yeah, I, it must have been a real struggle for everyone having to go through that. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, not great. Not, it's trying to get them to sit down for a start was, my boys are quite wild. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, it was all, you, you, you didn't mind being at home and, and... Yeah, I think we were just appreciative that we were all well and healthy and seeing, like, just kept watching the numbers every day. And I think, like most people, we would wait for the Boris talk at, like, six o'clock, uh, look at the numbers, thinking, God, oh, God, imagine. And Phil's granddad actually got it, and he was 82. And we wow, thought, wow. we thought, oh, he's definitely not going to get over it, because we'd never heard of anyone. Um, get over it at that age and he did he pulled through our little King Bardo oh. so yeah we were just so so grateful great I mean you can't really ask for anything else can you no it's, uh... so lucky Tanya thanks so much for joining us this evening we'll let you oh, uh, get back pleasure. to your evening thanks. and um, can't wait uh, to wait, wait so you going when are you going back to filming possibly the end of this week uh, well I think probably Thursday my current test should come back tomorrow well so. fingers crossed and hope it all goes well 
Oh, thank you. Thank you, guys. Love you, Tam. Thanks for doing it, babe. Can't wait to come soon. Come and see me soon, Bobby. 100%. It's needed. We're still making our one-off. Don't we? We need to do the only way is Cheshire. We need to merge. Yeah, we do. Forgive me. How he meets Cheshire, that's what we need to do. <laughs> We'd love to see it. <laughs> yeah. Thanks so much, Tanya. Love you. Oh, thank bye you. Bye. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Love you. Bye bye. Bye. Oh. She's lovely, isn't she? Well, I mean, I say this, uh, probably every, people are bored of hearing me say it, but we are very blessed with our guests, and she was, uh, she was lovely. We really are. What another amazing episode. Strictly <laughs> Tower, Cheshire. I've had a lovely old time. That's been perfect, really. Um, till next week, everyone. Goodbye. Bye, guys. <laughs>